You're listening to the Out of Ishan podcast, where we analyze and offer helpful solutions to issues in our world today. Here are your hosts, June and Co. Welcome to the Out of Ashan podcast. This is your host, June. And I'm Co. We're excited to come back to you again for another episode. Um, I hope you've been enjoying the podcast as much as we have. Uh, I think this next phase, this next topic, this next uh, discussion we want to have, you know, this is a journey, first of all. So we want to always approach this in humility. Uh, we don't come here thinking we know all the answers, but we've been dialoguing for several months, years, time, working with students, uh, with elderly, with children. And I think it's really important to talk about some of the topics that we are discussing uh, throughout the season of this podcast. So for the fourth episode, we're going to talk about purpose. Mm. You know, we hear that quite a bit. And um, I think it's important for us to really tap into that because if you're just willy-nilly all through the, the valley and not really knowing where you're going or why you're doing what you're doing, you run into a lot of trouble and then you turn around and your life is well spent or it's gone and you're like, what did I do? Why am I here? Um, you know, you as a counselor and working in the education system for so long, you have so many people trying to find out what career path to take. What should I do about this? You know, there's so many obstacles. There's so many distractions. There's just so much going on in the world today. How do we find our purpose? How do we know where we're going? Um, the right path. Yeah. You know, the, the, one of the biggest things, biggest challenges is trying to connect the dots. Oftentimes, people know what the end wants to look like, but they don't know how to begin. Right. They don't know what happens in between along that journey. So, but always trying to figure out, figuring out the who, what, why, where, and when of life on a consistent and daily basis is definitely an all-time struggle for anybody. Yeah. So I think it's uh, important for us to, you know, delve into these things. And I think in this podcast, we're going to take a lot more time to really pull into uh, the scriptures. And, you know, I want to caveat that by saying or, or premise things by saying this is not for because it can you know, I don't want to go into religion or I don't want to you know do this or that but the fact of the matter is without some type of outside source beyond um, time and space that we're in you know for instance you know we're, we're in the 21st century and there's certain principles that surpass time and is timeless you know that goes beyond you know uh thought process and and what you think and what this person thinks i think it's really important to find principle and you can find god in anything anything you know god is talking all the time i i realized that you know in my earlier years studying to you know go into ministry and those kind of things i started to realize that man i was hearing god through rappers i was hearing god through life circumstances and i think it's important for us to be able to discern where he is and when you get back to the source when you get back to the source of life then you can have a true understanding of what it means to be human and why you're here mm -hmm. it's like if you have a car you have anything if you don't have the instructions manual to at least understand the the, the format and the and the different variables you're going to always be at a loss mm -hmm. So I think approaching the scriptures from that standpoint and looking at it more from a human uh, existence and just human nature um, and just nature itself. So our goal in this podcast is to uh, navigate through 
and beyond religion to principle and what we can actually tangibly see as being a truth as opposed to an opinion of whether this is right or whether you believe in this or that hey if you stick around you might learn something and and approach and have a different appreciation for the bible so i think from there um cole let's let's jump into it and Mm -hmm. and see see where where it goes and where it leads us to um and i think the first step to anything is going back to like we said the source how and why and in genesis chapter 1 verse uh 1 it says in the beginning god that right there is so loaded you know in the beginning god so before animals before everything was there's an intellect or a outside source that is in control of all this and we can see it throughout creation we see the earth is suspended in the middle of space there's many galaxies there's stars we're breathing right now if you don't have air you won't be able to survive you know food and the animals you look at birds and you know different types of creatures on the earth it's like we're so sometimes we don't see it because we're living in cities and industrialism so we don't get to fathom the beauty of of creation like a hippopotamus you know or a whale you can find those to a zoo (laughs) <laughs> for, for our entertainment but yet still they, I'm not a big fan of zoos but, <laughs> <laughs> but yes they permeate the earth and they're, they're everywhere and they're just even roaches mm-hmm. you Every know what I mean everything everything, everything has its place it's like a fly you know when a fly's on a kid for instance in a, a, a developing nation you're like oh you know oh my gosh You'd guess what the fly's like you could swap me away but when you die and you go back to the earth I'm gonna get you anyhow well, it's because it's all God's creation cycle everything is here for a purpose just like the lobsters or the or shrimp maggots or they, they clean the the ocean mm-hmm Everything has its purpose, and that's why it's important to look into creation because creation doesn't have the will, uh, like they don't have a will like we do, where we can choose what we want to do. Mm-hmm. A lion is just a lion, or a butterfly is just a butterfly. Whatever instrument, whatever animal you want to connect to, it's there, and you can see its purpose. And that's why, you know, we were talking earlier about the importance of having animals around you because they discern, they're so connected to the earth, they'll let you know when trouble's arising. You know what I mean? The dogs start barking or if a deer pops his head up and starts running or the sheep go another way, that's how the shepherds knew that trouble was on the way. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't be able to discern that, but they're so connected to the earth because they're just there to to be there on the earth. Mm -hmm. And you see some of these things depicted in, in the book. So you have, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. So the earth itself was already here. And, and that's a really important concept uh, for us to understand because there's no time and space with that because uh, God isn't isn't locked in time and space. But you think about, for instance, uh, you know, the whole creation theory. And I don't want to go too far into all those things, but just for my scientists and people out there who are, well, the earth is, you know, a billion years old or it, it could be a billion years old and still be created in seven days because it says here that it was without form and void. It was just a mass. And then it says, was on the face of the deep and the spirit of God, the breath, mm-hmm. the same breath that's in me and you right now. <sighs> the Ruah of God, the breath of God is in us. And that's how we're alive. You know, we talk about the heart beating. It's, built, it's beating off of energy. It's, it's beating without no batteries. It has no 
no connection outside of nature itself and God giving it life. So it, the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, you know, earlier in the podcast, we talk about what? The word. The word. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light and the light was good. So everything that God made was good. So you are good. You were made perfect in his image. Now you're looking at it from a earthly standpoint or from your own perception. You think, well, it ain't that good because I wish I had bigger this. So, you know, my nose is too small or my nose is too big or all these minuscule ideals that you are basing off of what has been projected to you to be beauty. So beauty is, you know, having a small body and having, you know, this frame. Or having skin. All, mm-hmm. all who, fictitious who, who made these rules? Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> we, <laughs> this is all confusion. Because <laughs> once again, the line is a line. We see the line and we're like, man, those the animals are beautiful. But if you look up, come up closer on an, on an elephant, you see wrinkles everywhere. Mm-hmm. You think the elephants walk around and, and, and worry about who has more wrinkles or who is greater than the other. These are these are all distractions that make no sense. <laughs> yes. So when you get back to the true essence of who you are in the spirit, connecting with God and knowing that everything exists and you're made perfect, you'll get a deeper understanding and a better perception of who you are as an individual. And your purpose, because if you're distracted, like you said, if you're distracted by, you know, all these things that really don't matter, you have to begin to self-reflect. And I, and I keep pushing the whole idea of self-reflection because it's a very important concept that has been lost and that the scriptures really teach about it. And that's what we need to reinstitute. Not everything we need to do away with and think like, oh, we're being progressive and we need to get away from that. No, nah, you're still a human being. Mm-hmm. And as we go further into our own imaginations and, and when, when we get into it, and I look forward to being able to go into scripture and teach certain things but making it very applicable and understandable in today's time and not it feeling like it's some kind of religious book way out there that we can't really understand but there's really basic principles because you look at genesis chapter one two three four five especially in chapter one it's talking about the earth right it's talking about agriculture it's talking about creation this is mm-hmm. something we deal with on a daily basis but because we're on you know we're in concrete and we're seeing cars Everywhere. and we're seeing mm-hmm. we think like we're, we're outside of creation so now we're living in the in an imagination and and the scriptures talk about living in vain imaginations meaning imaginations that actually don't really mean anything it's all what human construct and what human society or people have said is this it's that so if two million three million people say you know what this is the new currency the whole like system so if you get 100 likes on your uh instagram then that means that's now worth 50 dollars or 100 dollars. every like is a dollar if everyone agreed to that that would mess up all the systems that we have because mm-hmm. it's what you believe is what makes it happen or what people have constructed to um make it your norm the new norms mm-hmm. so it's, it's all we have the power is my point my point is that human beings have the power and God gave that to us in the beginning. If you go to Genesis chapter one, verse 26, you move on. It says, then God said, let the, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over the earth and all the creeping things that creep on the earth. So God created man in his own image and in his image, he created man, male and female yeah. created them. Then he blessed them and he said, go and be fruitful multiply fill the earth and subdue it have dominion over the fish 
over the birds of the air and over the living things that move on earth. So he said, have dominion over creation, not each other. <laughs> so that's, I mean, I know that's a whole huge situation right now that could cause a lot of conflict, but that's why we have conflict because exactly. everybody's trying to control, control somebody, somebody else. That's it. That wasn't the original purpose. So once we understand that that wasn't the original purpose, we're going to constantly have issues. Just like my friend or my favorite artist, one of my favorite artists, Bob Marley says, everywhere is war. Everywhere is war because you're trying to control this and control that. And we need to have that. And you can't do this. And I said, that, who, who, who made you the ruler? Who, made, who said that your way is the best the way best and way. the only way? And that's what I'm trying to convey and what we're trying to push in this podcast is to understand first of all internally that you are self-sustaining and powerful on your own and we need to get back to the source how do we get back to the source we have to discern you know so in genesis chapter 1 verse 3 then god said let there be light and there was light and god saw the light and it was good and he divided it and god called the light morning and night and day and in the evening and the first day you have to discern you have to understand the language of God. If you keep going, then he goes into the other days of how he built things, which, you know, if you pull the scriptures away, that's life. A tree doesn't just show up, right? It goes from seed, mm -hmm. and then got to be watered. You got to make sure the, the soil is right because the soil could be, right. be good on the surface, but underneath could be rocky. The temperature has to be right. So every, everything has to be perfect, but everything is perfect in God's world. Everything. It was already perfected and it has its purpose and perfect isn't about flawless that's that i think that that term and maybe we need to change the word um in this podcast just so that it doesn't wow can never be perfect nothing is perfect obviously because we're living in a material world but you are more than just material you you have an inner self you are a living being that's why we're called human beings so we need to get back to being which is the spirit part of us and that's where God is. That's the breath we were talking about. So you need to discern. You have to discern the voice of God. And God speaks through so many. You know, we were having a discussion uh, the other day. and talk, We're talking about the inner voice. We're talking about, you know, as kids, even to this day, how we have dreams. Mm -hmm. We try to understand, like, what does that mean, have a dream? Or, you know, you see things. You see visions. But these are all ways that God speaks to us. He mm -hmm. speaks to us through our friends, through our enemies. He speaks to us through circumstances, through so many different good avenues, and bad good and bad. You could be reading a book and just words would just jump at you and just just be fixated to you like, whoa, OK, let me let me let me harp on this thing. And then this thing will confirm that and confirm that you're like, oh, there's a message in here somewhere. So but but you have to be aware and you have to be in tune to decode that information. And that's what some of the things we talk about when we talk about isolating yourself, being in solitude, meditation, prayer. Because all those get you in tune with your spirit man, where you can begin to discern those type of things. Because when people hear dis discernment, like once again, because of who we are in today's society, we always refer something back to something else. So when we tell you the Bible, we don't equate the Bible just like we're, we're going to class and studying about history. We put the Bible in the religious sector. But the Bible is another form of history. Yeah. There's another documentation of things that actually happened. Because you can literally go across the globe on a map and go and see the exact points that were referred to in the, in the, in the scriptures. So but if we look at it this way, then we will, we will take off that whole mantle of religion. Well, I'm not this, I'm not that. And just look at the scriptures or the word for what they are yeah. and go by those principles. Yeah, And, and, and the word is, is, is everything, meaning it's art. <laughs> it has imagery. It has... Um, 
uh, allegorical. It's, it's it has um, typologies. It has um, actual facts. It has all of it, which encompasses the human experience. Mm-hmm. Right? We we learn through story. We learn through what experience. the West the West calls myth. You know, where in other traditions they call it the oral uh, an oral tradition, or they call it. There's so many ways to approach. Uh, and understand the Bible. So if you're trying to fact find it from a Western mindset, from a Western standpoint, you're going to miss the whole... Totally miss everything. Because it's not a Western book, first mm-hmm. of all. And it was written thousands of years ago. And just that alone is worth listening or at least taking heed. Because if thousands of years, it's been... And it's still around. Pay attention. some truth Yeah, there. I mean, you got to... It's they, to the test of time. <laughs> it's still <laughs> going. <laughs> It's, it's those things and, and once again it's when religion got a hold of it and tried to control and say this is this and this is that and trying to conform it and 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 interpret it only from this standpoint and well if it doesn't say it this way oh we can't prove that so that means it's all false this book was written over a long period of time many books and it's what is what is the point in all of it and and it's the it's the energy it's the voice of God it's the the God speaking, like you say, speaking through circumstance. He's speaking through um, individuals. He's speaking through um, all different types of contexts. And we have to realize that without connecting to the source, you're going to always be, you're never going to find your purpose. And the purpose isn't about, you know, making money or the purpose isn't about fulfilling a dream or a goal or an aspiration to be a lawyer or a doctor or whatever it may be those are subs and those are important those are supplements that's what we are that's the our gift to the world that's our service to the world and if i think we look at things more as a service as opposed to something i'm getting for me and i then it, you you'll find your purpose even more even more mm-hmm. because it's not about the individual it's about what do you contribute what are you contributing to humanity to make it better or bring it back to as we like to call it back to Eden back to the beginning so you know to expound on something you just referred to you you, you touched on briefly about how people oftentimes um, look to money or look to their career and they try to somehow convolute that with their purpose right you know oftentimes when I speak with students I speak with families and I always ask them they will come in and say you know what Mr. Pianum I want to uh, be a lawyer. Or I want to be a doctor. I want to go to this school. I want to do that. And I always ask them why. <laughs> and oftentimes they just pause. Mm-hmm. They can't give you an answer as to why they want to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a pull from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's they're in their mind what they've read. These are new emerging technologies, new fears, fields that I need to take advantage of because this is the best way for me to live. And in some cases, they may have a passion in some sort. But usually what I find, the majority of people's passion always centers around helping people. This whole idea, I want to help people. But they don't know how or how much money they're going to make, how much money they're going to make. They don't know in what capacity they're going to serve to help people. Mm -hmm. And this is this is the big mystery Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. And, you know, it's amazing to me because I know for myself personally. We spoke about it earlier, how when we graduated high school, our plan was to go to seminary. But at one time we told ourselves, let's just take a time off, Mm -hmm. figure out life. And then make our decisions later on. Yeah. You know, now we call them gap years, but we were talking about this back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very, very important because you're asking young adults who are just now leaving high school to try to figure out their life right now. Yeah. But your purpose, that's a lifelong goal. That's a lifelong endeavor. Yeah. 
you, it's one purpose, but the phases that go in the different, it's almost like different acts in a play. Yeah. Take one, take two. You have different facets of life because you're going from a young adult, you're going into a, into your your um, a, pretty much your middle age adult heroes until your later years in life. Everything changes, but you're still on the same path. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you're still on that same path. Yeah. No. Yeah. And, so, and like you said, the process, like seed time and harvest is mm-hmm. like, let there be light. It was light. And then let's make the firm. Okay, it was a it was a period of time. It doesn't just happen just like a baby. It's in the womb from the beginning, mm-hmm. it's a fetus, and then it grows to this, and it goes through the, nine months. It's being fermented. Nine months till then it just becomes, mm-hmm. and then it's it's birthed. So things take time, and it takes process. So if you're trying to rush and like, oh, I want to hurry up and do this because an outside source. It's usually because there's an outside source involved, mm-hmm. which is I need money or this person or I got to keep up with the Joneses or you know I graduated four years ago and I should be done by now yeah, right like, time and space like you you just got to go and do what works for you right and, and find your works, way yeah. you got to find your way that's I mean I had to learn that personally from personal experience when I left school and went to Missouri I left Maryland DC area mm-hmm. you know where it was predominantly a black experience and then I go completely into cop Caucasian world <laughs> straight to the Midwest straight to the Midwest and that was a whole new another experience and I love just going in and and being you know and, and connecting because I realized that the color is not necessarily about color although we make that such a big thing now because it's another control mechanism but we'll talk about that at another time but I went into Missouri and the culture wasn't that different from mine. They just expressed it a little different mm-hmm. because nobody has six noses or three mouths or three ears. Or We literally want and have the same thing. We same all thing. want love. We all want to feel a place of acceptance, a sense of well-being, a sense of purpose. And a sense of purpose is only found when you find your source and find your your foundation or your, your the center of your being. Once you find who you are, then everything else begins to actually fall into place. And until you find that center, which is very difficult with all the distractions that we're having to deal with, especially kids today, you know, growing up, I mean, I see kids now to, to shut kids up. Parents give them an iPad. You give them an iPad. TV. That's it. Whoa. Entertainment driven society now. And kids, that's, that's the way their brain functions now. But it's based off a premise that's not real and it's not natural. Mm-hmm. I think when you, I know when you go back to nature, you find God, you find yourself. When you go back to what's natural, that's why it's such a good push right now back to food, you know, and being vegan. And even though it's sort of trendy, it's still moving us into a positive light. Mm-hmm. People, I'm going natural, I'm growing my hair. I see all the men, you know, we're growing our beards out and, and we're growing our hair out, we're growing our dreads out, or we're growing out our hair. We're not, putting a lot of the chemicals anymore mm-hmm. you know just like the song Kendrick but what you say I'm so sick and tired of the Photoshop you know give me something natural, natural. Mm-hmm. the stretch marks all that you have to go <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, it's natural we gotta go back to nature because either way you're gonna fall and that was what when you go back to the fall once again read whether you're reading the story literally or allegorically it's he said, don't eat from that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, because the day you eat from it, it processes to death or to loss or to the abyss. What is the knowledge? Of true? The knowledge was of self and like me and what feels good. It says Satan said it feels good. Is it good to eat? Mm. 
Is it? That's a question. Not, but, but he mixed it. He said God didn't, didn't say that. Did, he did really? God really say it like that? Oh, uh, you know, I have my own rights. I could do whatever I want. I could. What is nature? What is natural? What mm-hmm. naturally comes? Let's get back to that because once you go to anti-nature, then you have to constantly put it out. And what does it do? It begins to kill. Mm-hmm. It begins to destroy. Still kill and destroy. Mm-hmm. First you're eating, you know this, and then as we're eating the fake food, and then we're drinking water out of B- BPA um, bottles. bottles. And then we're doing this, and then we're doing this. Just for what is the bottom line? What is the bottom line again? What is the reoccurring theme? Uh, money. And you know what's, what's interesting about that too? When you go back, even when you look in like the old historical times, the currency, how wealth was determined was based on like livestock, what you owned. So if you had a lot of cattle, you were considered rich. Right. And in the rich households, they ate meat or they ate different types of foods for like joyous occasions, holidays. Mm-hmm. Poor people didn't have access to it. Mm-hmm. So that's what they would had to be very, very sparing. They ate it sparingly because you, you didn't know when it was going to come again or when you did get it. Oftentimes you needed that goat or that cow to provide milk or to to do to twirl the land. We only went you know? to McDonald's when it was a celebration. <laughs> like you did good in school or something. That was it. Now <laughs> it's flipped because of the emergence of technology, the rat race everyone has done. Now we've taken those things that used to be luxury mm-hmm. and now have made the mainstream into everyday life where now you have people who literally eat out every day. They don't even cook anymore. Yeah. And think about it. The way our bodies are are, are designed. Mm-hmm. The reason why it's important for us to eat apples or eat the actual fruit and not just the extract is because it takes energy to do it. So if you had to kill your food or grow your food, you won't eat a lot of it because you've extolled so much energy just to get to that place. That's true. But if you have, you have invested nothing and you just go to this place. And that's why you just keep on eating cookies. You just keep on eating this, keep on eating that because your body, because your body, you didn't exert any energy to do anything to get to it. And we're dealing with a lot of obesity with our kids and so forth. That's it. So we got to think about long term. Once again, the death. If our kids are mindless in certain things, they don't have the proper information. It's all based off of technological advancement. Um, they're not eating properly. All the sugars are getting in their body. All And I look forward to doing interviews with doctors and, and, and such and seeing the difference between how that affects the way they learn. You oh, it's, it's definitely imperative. I mean, you I mean the, we, we, we read studies where they even talk, and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You go to some of the most uh, dilapidated areas in our society where supposedly crime is high and everything. You're going to see fast food junk stores on every stores. corner, liquor stores on every corner, yeah. places that sell nothing but processed foods. Mm-hmm. So there has to be a correlation between processed foods, the fried foods we eat, and crime. Because it, it does something to you because there's no grocery stores there. Yeah. There's no fresh food market. There's no you're not gonna find Whole Foods over there. You're not just not gonna you're not gonna find a farmer's market, but you're gonna find a corner store bodega where you can get chips, soda, <laughs> chicken wings. That's yeah. the only foods they sell. And candy. Curry out. That's you it. Know what I'm saying? Every corner. We and used to eat curry out every if I didn't move from Hung Far, it was <laughs> the yeah, well, Shout out to Hung Far. Best Chinese <laughs> wings on I the need, planet. Yeah. Mumble sauce, oh hot wings. Gosh. We used to eat that every, every day. day. Then I moved to Missouri and I was like, that helped me, but not, it didn't at the same time because in the Midwest, all they do is go out to eat and go to and Walmart. They eat their Easter. That's um, Cheddar's and oh, oh, Olive man. Garden. What's the other place? Come from church, Cracker Barrel. Street, yeah. <laughs> it's a different level of eating with them. But you know what? But when we were younger, yeah. I think what saved us, and I think it look you can see it now, and mm-hmm. we're still in good health, is because. We were so active at that time. I mean, we was in a go-go band. We were in a go-go band. We were 14, 16 hours a day. We were active. (laughs) 
So that that food, we, and then yeah. we were fasting intermittently at different times. I mean, days and weeks. Yeah. So I mean, we we went in and out. We even, would learn these things when we were younger. Even though the church at times we used to go on trips, and because they didn't have a budget, they'll make it spiritual and say we're uh, fasting. We gonna fast. <laughs> You to provide the food. I ain't fasting in June. <laughs> you ain't get the check to buy fast. So, but it was still teaching us spiritual principles mm-hmm. and teaching us to not depend only on the um, the flesh, the flesh, and just desire or impulse, and, and being very impulsive. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to control your desires, have control over it because we're supposed to have what dominion. Once again. Now, think about what you just said, the desires, having control. Mm-hmm. Scientific studies have shown that a lot of these things or chemicals in the food causes what addiction? The sugar. So if you're addicted to it, you've lost control. No control. You no control. That's why these these ingredients, these things are not natural. Yeah. Because, and that's what it was designed to do. Because why? We want to progress. We want to move forward. We want things faster, quicker. Look at the microwave. You, I mean, there are different things that have, have moved the process along that now they've become a, a staple of normalcy in our society. So you can't see your, your life without it. So we're all just a process, it seems like. That's it. It's like the life expectancy is based on the understanding of how food affects in certain areas. So the demographic, it's like, oh, this area, you're a median. They, they, they only live to this life, with this life expectancy at this age. and da, mm-hmm. da, da. So I'm like, how do they know that? How do you know how long someone's going to live? So it has to be something they can tell. They can re- they can see the numbers. They can see the data. What the data shows. And your area based on your you know zip code or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like oh you live in this area. Uh, all they have is Church's Chicken and Seven uh, Elevens and Quickie Marts. So uh, yeah, y'all not gonna McDonald's. Live 50. McDonald's on every corner. <laughs> yes. Haven't you noticed? You go see doctors on TV and stuff. They look so healthy. You're like mm-hmm. what do the doctors eat? Yeah. Because I mean the hair is full, yeah. perfect. Like what do you doctors eat? Why is it that good food that's good for you it costs so expensive? Right, or it's organic. So what, 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 what was mean? it when it came off the ground? Anyway, is it was it, uh, even that's a money. That's a whole other. That's another money making scheme. I've seen documentaries <laughs> called Organic Inc. Where they just talk about when, they, when you the term when you see the label organic, you is not what you think it yeah. is. That's just a government title based on certain recommendations or certain uh, mandates that the company has met. But you think organic or it came here was but not necessarily. Criteria, it's not yeah. all the same. There's yeah. levels to 60%. everything. There's <laughs> <laughs> levels to everything. So, you know, we'll have to do that on another podcast where we go into these things specifically. And I think a part of what we're trying to do in these earlier podcasts is to create an atmosphere of philosophy, a philosophical approach to um, a life. And our goal is not only cultural and spiritual, but to go back to the root of things. You know, I think that's what our culture and the strength that we bring to the table, even as black people, is that we're natural. Right. Things become very easy. That's why they call it soul man. Or even when in the divisiveness of everything we're going through, and we're going to talk about that later, about the whole quote-unquote term African-American or African, it's like we are, uh, you, you know, we call each other brother. Brother, what's up, brother? Mm-hmm. Sister? What up? My sister's... The, I used to think about it, it was like, man, we're so divided and such. Why do we call each other brother and sister? And then I had to think through it. It was like, oh, it's, it's, it's in our nature. It's in our nature. That's it's, it. That it's, comes it's secondary to we we're, we're very, things come natural for us, whether it be rhythm. You know, we don't have to count beats. It's just like we just are. Or we don't have to even, most of the people I know who play instruments or do anything, they learned it just off the whim. I mean, I was just thinking that Malcolm X learned how to read in jail. Think to yourself, how can you teach yourself how to read? 
Right. How does that work? If you're illiterate, how can you teach yourself certain languages how to read? How does that work? Yeah. Wow. That, that's what we get. It's, it's all in you. Whenever you put your mind to, because when we when we refer to jail, because oftentimes you have nothing else to focus on. Mm-hmm. That's why oftentimes, sometimes life teaches us it has to slow you down yeah. and you get into situations that you have to push pause in your life just to recalibrate and to recenter yeah. and to find out who you are again. There, there again, once so again, like you said, God is talking. Mm-hmm. Isolation is one of the most powerful things. Mm-hmm. Isolation. Moses was isolated. Yet sure, or Jesus was isolated. All of the all people, the prophets, all the prophets. Uh, you know, Malcolm X was isolated, being in the jails in Birmingham, or Mandela, like you said, Malcolm, Mandela for twenty seven. MLK, everybody. You have to be isolated to hear yourself. If you're always constantly hearing other voices, other thoughts, other ideas, you know, this thing, posts, and so forth, and so on, you're getting everyone else's thoughts, everyone else's idea, and you don't know who, who you, you are. are. So that's why we keep in our action it, it, it manifests itself in us just doing what everybody else does because we're hearing what everyone else says and we have these catchphrases and everyone starts doing it or everyone starts doing this or everyone starts so what we're trying to encourage for us to become a stronger individual is to be an individual be That's an individual it. again because you what what you're bringing to the table don't be afraid to be yourself because what you're bringing to the table may enlighten and inspire a whole nother thought process like oh my goodness he did. I was thinking about that. Mm-hmm. There's so many times I had ideas and I'm like, man, I, I thought of that idea. That. Well, you didn't act on it. Got it. That idea is is for the service of humanity. And if you don't step into it, he's going to get it to somebody else. He's going to help someone else bring that to fruition. Yeah. So it's course. important for us, even if you're in a situation where you felt, you know, you didn't go to school or you're dropped out. Now you don't even really need all of that. You can go and do your own research, but the most important thing is having the right source so you can discern whether the information is credible or not. And that takes time. You know, we got to read more. One of my elders or one of my, you know, mentors, he he taught me, you got to read because when you watch YouTube and you watching all this other stuff, they're already telling you what you're going to think. They've programmed it. it. They've edited it. They've done this. But when you read, at least you're using your own imagination and you can begin to see through the meander. You can begin to develop your own thought process and come to your own conclusions as opposed to someone telling you what it what is. is. Just always okay, yeah, that's what it is because I read that and da-da-da. Well, oh, I saw that on this. So I spend time alone and like we like once again, my guy uh, J. Cole, meditate. That's it. You gotta meditate. You, you gotta, gotta fast. You gotta take time apart right. from things. And then you'll begin to really see Oh, that person's not even really for me. Or that's not really good for me. Well, you know what? I need to cut back on this because that's messing up my... How many of y'all take time to even hear your heartbeat? Hmm. I was laying down last night and I thought... For some reason, I felt... I was hearing my heartbeat. I'm like, whoa. That takes a side of energy. It was five o'clock in the morning. I'm hearing my heartbeat. (laughs) You just begin to like... It helps you realize that you are... You're not going to exist forever, too. You know what's amazing? Yeah. The whole aspect of meditation, solitude, it can come in any venue. You could be jogging. Yeah. It's just, it's just you keeping yeah. yourself in tune. You don't. Yeah. You could be in a car driving home from yes. work and shutting everything down. Right. Just thinking through thoughts. Yes. Commu- and, and that's what it is. Because oftentimes we try to mystify these things as if we need to go to a cave. Yes. And, you know, <laughs> and burn incense. No. Yeah. Nah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's in your being, in your space. Yeah. It's, just, it's just closing off the outside you're world. taking a shower. Focusing. Yeah. That, taking a shower. You Five know. minutes. Oh, just my no qui- Just quietness. You'll especially be amazed. you're driving. Especially yeah. in LA. I know. And I'm, you spend most of your life driving. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just cut 
off the radio, you don't need to hear nothing. Just hear your own thoughts. And you'll begin to see a lot of those thoughts aren't even your thoughts. Those are thoughts someone gave you or you picked up from this person. And then after time, you begin to realize, what do I think? How do I feel about this? What do I? Hold on. I don't even think that way. That was what my mom said. Or that's what this. You begin to really shift through all of these ideals that you've been, that's been put on you as mm -hmm. opposed to what you really think. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really that's important. Amazing. It's amazing. Um, going back to the source, as we said, mm -hmm. which is God in the beginning, God or the creator, you know, whatever term you want to use. And then reconnection, finding where you are and then saying, OK, you know what? I don't really know what it means to meditate, but I'm going to just be quiet. I'm going to turn the TV off. I'm going to, you know, shut down the Spotify for a couple minutes, 10 minutes a day. And just, just think, just think, and just, just be just quiet let your mind my up. own thoughts. And what do I want to do? And what what do I enjoy doing? Because a lot of the service that you have is what you have a passion for. You mm -hmm. know, you hear that all the time. What irks you? Like I don't like the fact that this and this. And how come the kids don't get to do this? Well, do some research or think about it a little bit more. You may have the solution that's going to change the world. And every person that's changed the world, it started with a thought, right? They had to push through. They had to deal with what was currently the status quo, and then push through it. And that's when we become the greatest self because you are important. You're here for a reason. You weren't born in 1882 or 1922. You were born right now. So we need you. We need your service. And that's what this podcast is about. Because your uniqueness is, a, is very important. Yes. Because you are the best you. No yes. one can mimic it. That. You have no one. Your own. That's it. Uh, everybody has their own fingerprint. There's six, seven billion people on earth and all of us have our own fingerprint. That alone lets you know that you are unique and that you are fearfully and wonderfully made i think we're gonna have to sign off right now thank you thank you thank you for listening please subscribe all that good stuff peace love and happiness peace this podcast has been brought to you by our sponsors ipg and carry on transportation solutions you have just listened to the out of ashan podcast with your hosts june and co be sure to visit our website at www.outofashan.com to join the conversation. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, get in touch with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Also, share with others. See you on our next episode.